In this episode, I talk all about my routine that I have at home from my skincare to my makeup to how I clean my clothes because I've had lots of people reach out to me all about how I live my low chemical lifestyle. Welcome to Allergy Proof, the podcast dedicated to helping hardworking women with health issues get through life. Hey, I'm your host, Ashley Templer, and I have more allergies and intolerances than you can count on one hand. I'm that person that BYO snacks to parties. I'm also that person who spent thousands of dollars trying to get to the bottom of my symptoms. From running my own social media agency, Pep Creative, and skincare brand, Yours Only, I know a thing or two about navigating a very busy schedule with ongoing health issues. Join me as I give you my tips, interview your fave biz women and health specialists to help you solve and manage your autoimmune conditions or allergies. Want to hear more about my story? Head to yoursonly.co forward slash about where you can also pick up some very allergy-friendly products. Hi, so I hope you're all enjoying the start of spring. I know I am. I am so excited for the warmer weather. I just am not a fan of winter. I like spent so much time inside, obviously, because of lockdown. But when it rains, I just don't go out and walk. And some days I realized I hadn't been outside for like three days in a row when it was cold and wet, which is so bad. And I tell people not to do it all the time. But anyway, since launching Yours Only, it's been live for just over two to three weeks now. I've had so many people reach out to me about my Hashimoto's and what products I've been using and some tips to manage flare-ups. So I thought I would start by doing a podcast on how I live my low chemical life, but mainly around the products and stuff that I use in my house, because even though I am on a low chemical diet, it revolves around everything else in your house. It's not just about what you eat. It's about the smells around your house, what you clean your house with, what do you put on your face and what you put on your body. But I do have to admit, it's been a lot of trial and error. I've definitely used products that I probably shouldn't have for a really long time and then realized that they might've been a really bad trigger, but I don't really seem to have that many flare ups anymore. Someone asked me how my eczema was going and I was like, I haven't had dairy in like since forever really so it it doesn't flare up at all I also eat gluten-free so I just find that me being on this diet and me making sure that I use all the right products has really helped me not have any flare-ups there which is amazing my skin isn't amazing on my face from wearing a mask so I try to wash my face as soon as I get home from wearing a mask with uh, cleanser straight away Um, but I have some tips from my makeup all the way down to what I clean my house with. So first up is my makeup. I've had lots of people ask me about this and I love makeup in case you didn't know, I've just always loved it. I've just grew up around it and I'm just obsessed with how nice it makes you feel and kind of felt really sad when I had to go on this low chemical lifestyle slash diet because I had to get rid of so much makeup that I loved and it was really hard for me to find ones that still were high quality that made my skin look nice. So to start, I actually use Clean and Coat, which is a plug obviously to yours only, but I always clean my face with the Clean Cleanser. I find it makes my face feel really like fresh afterwards if my boyfriend Luke thinks so and I also use coat which is just such a nourishing moisturizer like your face feels amazing afterwards Um, and I also use as my primer the hourglass primer which you can choose by skin type and it's just great for a little smooth base and just make sure you just feel amazing like even when you put it on your hands it feels like silk it's amazing And then I use the Alice Fast Skin Veil Foundation and I love this. It's quite expensive, 
But I find that if I treat myself on this, I kind of cheapen out on things like mascara. So that's my little treat when it comes to makeup. And one little tip for you is if you go to Mecca, obviously when they're open, where they're all closed in Melbourne at the minute, but if you go to Mecca and ask for them to put it in some little tubs, they do that and they can give you various shades and write on top of them what the shades are. Um, so I did that first before I forked out the money to buy it. And it was so good. Like the little tester lasted me at least a week. And then in terms of clen- uh, concealers, I use Clinique, but it does depend on the, which one you use. I have this little trick of a website that I use, which I will add to the show notes, which essentially helps you with putting in all of the ingredients in a product. So I basically would go to like the Mecca website, I would copy the ingredients and then I would paste it into here. And then I just say, check ingredients. And it tells me if it contains any salicylates, which is what I'm intolerant to. And it's so good. So I'm like, okay, that does not right for me. That's not right for me. And then I just put all the things in there and work it out from there. Um, So some Clinique concealers do contain them and some don't. And then in terms of mascara, I use Clinique as well because they've just got so many various different options. And I use a Mecca Max bronzer. So I use a bit of a cheap alternative there. And that one's a really good base. And it basically just gives you like a really nice glow. If you want a little bit of an extra thickness to your face, I also use the Hourglass uh, finishing powder. So that kind of also gives me that little bit of like a, what do I say? It's more of like a nighttime look. And then I also use a Mecca Illuminator. So I've checked all the ingredients and it should be fine. It's just like a little glow drop illuminator. And oh my God, it makes your skin look so good. And then I just finish it off with just like a water finishing spray. So basically I don't buy any of this stuff from the chemist anymore, which I was doing initially. So I can basically now shop at Mecca, which is very exciting. Um, And then if we move on to your cleaning cupboard. So I don't think many people know this. It's most people think that they can just buy like all the brands that are online or in, in like your supermarket to clean your house. But there are so many natural ways that you can clean your house that are actually really strong. So I actually use vinegar and baking soda and water. And it's actually really good. Like vinegar is proven to kill like salmonella and E. coli when a lot of like standard detergents can't. So that's good. So my little trick is step one, get yourself a spray bottle and a funnel and some baking soda and vinegar. And then remove the top of your spray bottle, pop the funnel in the top and then pour in half a cup of vinegar. And then you add in two tablespoons of baking soda and it does kind of explode. I'm really bad at this. Sometimes I'm like, I'll just put in a little bit more baking soda, but just be careful because it does explode and then fill up with water and then let it sit for a little bit before you screw the top back on. And I have screwed the top back on before it's ready to go and it explodes. So just watch out for that. Give it a really small shake and then basically it's ready to go. You just spray it on and wipe it off. But it looks like it could last for weeks, but I replace mine every week because I don't know, it just gets a bit weird and gross and I just don't know how effective it is after leaving it for a while. So every time I clean the house, I redo it. And then in terms of washing my clothes, I used to be obsessed with fabric softener, like obsessed. I just love the smell and how soft it made my clothes feel, but then I realized the fumes in that just were not helping me. So I now actually just use vinegar for my fabric softener, which works amazing. Or you can also use Epsom salts as another natural alternative, which works perfectly fine. 
And then when it comes to skincare, a lot of natural products actually contain levels of salicylates and amines. So it's really hard for a lot of people to tolerate. And most people probably don't even know that that's what's triggering them. So they're found in fruits and veggies. And I've definitely done a podcast on this with Chloe McLeod, which talks a lot about the food chemicals and where you can find them. But I found that a lot of the time, even though these products contained salicylates and amines, it was this plus a mix of eating it that was hard. So it really just depends on your tolerance levels. But that's also why I decided to create yours only because all of the products that I found that did contain none of these uh, chemicals, they all contain parabens and sulfates, which people know as SLS and SLES as well. And a lot of people have lots of skin issues from them. And they also aren't great for people with Hashimoto's disease because they're hormone disruptors. So I was really passionate about that because it's so hard to know what does and doesn't affect you because, you know, you might feel really tired and run down or just really crap, but you just don't know that that's actually the skincare that is contributing to that. So I saw a massive change in my entire life when I decided to create these products and start using them, but also just making sure that everything else was low as well. So other things that you could probably consider are fumes. So if you are a very sensitive person, making sure that you don't spend too much time at the petrol station. I am so bad at putting petrol in my car. I actually only put in $20 each time because I actually barely drive my car. I probably put in $20 a month. And I just hate standing out there for the whole time to fill up my whole tank. So I don't, but even exposure to that kind of fume can be really hard and kind of makes me really puffy and start sneezing and not feel great. So things like that. And, um, perfume is obviously not amazing. And when it comes to, uh, candles, they're probably not great to have all the time. So we definitely have those things in our house and I will wear perfume. Maybe like if I go out for a special dinner or I won't put candles on unless if we're having like a nice dinner at home or something, but it's all a matter of just keeping it low and just making sure that you're keeping nice and healthy and ensuring that, you know, if you do go to someone's house and they are wearing heaps of perfume and they've got, you know, a candle running and all the other things that could affect you that you're not overly affected because, you know, you've, you've decided to give yourself that nice, clean routine and lifestyle. But if anyone does have any more questions about what else I use in my routine and in my life, feel free to send me a DM at Ashley Templar because I have so many tips and so much advice and I forget that I have them until people start asking the question. I am about to interview someone who has severe eczema, who's actually overcome some really bad uh, symptoms that she was having. So hopefully that will help too. But thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Allergy Proof. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please send this episode their way. I'm here to help women thrive in life with all of their health issues because I am living proof. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can listen to our latest apps, which go live weekly. This is a totally independent podcast, so I really do rely on subscribes, reviews, and word of mouth to spread the word. You can also find some more helpful tips on Instagram at yours only co and more from me your host at ashley templar spelled a-s-h-l-i catch you next time